Hi there, and welcome to the Kingdom Sexuality Podcast. We're Alana and Kyle, friends who have a heart for intimacy and long to uncover God's truth and design for sexual freedom within marriage. On our podcast, we weekly discuss topics that are typically left in the shadows, and we do our best to shine God's light and love onto them. Welcome here. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Kingdom Sexuality Podcast. I am Kyle, and I have Alana with me as per usual. And today we have two very special guests. We have Abe and Elaine Romero, and they are going to be helping us talk today to close out our opposite series about Mm -hmm. opposite locations. So couples who either live apart from each other, or maybe it's a military situation or lots of travel. And so Abe and Elaine are going to be our, we'll call them experts today. Uh, Say hi, guys. (laughs) Hey! Hello! Thank you so much yeah, for having us. Yes, great to be us. here. Yeah. Great to be thanks here. For, uh, thanks for coming on. So mm-hmm. for those of you who have never heard of Abe and Elaine, they, um, they host two podcasts. One is called Love is in the Air and the other Marriage is a Joke, the fun marriage podcast. And so Elaine has been a marriage and family therapist for 27 years and Abe is the jokester. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I like one. to say inappropriate things at the exact time when they're not needed. Uh, no. He's an expert yeah. in that. Yes. <laughs> well, awesome. yeah. Welcome to the show, guys. We're super excited mm-hmm. for this. So why don't we start off by you guys just giving everybody a little bit of background on who you are, what you do, why this has kind of become your thing, and a little bit about your situation. Yeah, absolutely. So Abe and I are in what's called a commuter marriage. And a lot of people go, what the heck is that? Including (laughs) us before we were in one. (laughs) But a commuter marriage is any marriage that has consistent Mm -hmm. distance. So it could be um, like for us, it's a second marriage. We have kids from previous marriages and we didn't want to, you know, uproot them. Um, And so we travel back and forth to see one another. So they have access to their other parent. Eventually Abe will be moving um, to California with me. So we have two homes. Now, some commuter marriages have one home. It could be a military family. It could be a firefighter family or like a pilot. And so they may deal with consistent distance where one person is traveling or staying at the station, the fire station, or staying at hotels if they're a pilot. Um, But we also found there's like truckers, there's a lot of musicians, you know, where people go on the road that are also, you'll see a lot of celebrities in commuter marriages because they're busy doing their lives and their jobs. They're very shallow and they don't don't (laughs) go into themselves. Well, you know, he's joking. And that is... Uh, There's the jokes we talked about. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> right. There's the jokes. But there is truth in that. There are some people that actually just choose a commuter mm. marriage. They just in, choose to live in separate homes. And I don't, we don't want to yeah. be doing this, but for right. us, it's just about a timing thing. Eventually we'll close mm. that distance. Wow. Awesome. Awesome. So you guys have been in a commuter marriage for how long now? Well, we've been in a, we've been doing the distance thing for about six years and then we got married into that two years. So we've been married now for four years. Yeah. So it's been a while. Awesome. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So now that you've done it for a little bit of time, what would you say are like the pros and cons of it? 
The pros and cons. Well, well I, I think that, that one of the things that we found out, and, and I think that a lot of people in distance find out relatively quickly, is that it's amazing when you finally see each other after mm, yeah. time apart. Yeah. And it's hot and heavy. I always like to explain it. It's like yeah. a honeymoon. Right. Yeah. Every time you see each yeah. other. So that it intensifies that connection and intensifies your time together. So that part's fun, you know, and there's kind of a, well, for us, we do, we connect via plane. And so it's like the jet setting and it's kind of like always Mm -hmm. jumping on a plane. And then there's so much buildup and we haven't seen each other. So it definitely makes the marriage kind of fun and exciting, Um, which as you know, when you've been married over time, sometimes things can feel a little stale or whatever. So we have that built in, which is fun. Yeah. Yeah. And then the cons, of course, are just not being able to see each other every night, not being able to hold each other at night and wake up in each other's arms. And and just the, you know, the the intimate things that happen throughout the day, whether it's a hug in the kitchen or being able to meet each other for lunch and, and, you know, small things like that that you don't get to experience every day. Yeah. And I think, you know, we, we kind of have a community from our podcast, the, whether it's the commuter marriages or even just people in long distance uh, relationships. I think most everyone would agree that the hardest part is the absence of the physical touch. And and sometimes that has to do with sex, but sometimes that just has to do with like, if I've had a really hard right. day and I just need my husband to hold me, I mean, we, we know psychologically that that physical touch does, it like helps our mental health because you're releasing oxytocin, which you know, kind of soothes you and calms you. And so that I, that's really the heart, like when, especially when I'm like, I'm sick too, like not having my spouse there when I'm sick or like just stressed out, like that is probably the hardest part. Yeah. And I don't know if this is a pro or a con, not, it can be either, but whenever you're arguing, you just hang (laughs) up and don't talk for a couple of days. And you like, when, especially when she's really yelling at you, just like (laughs) cut it off. And you're good. So you that's I mean? a pro or a get, con. Yeah, yeah. You have a, well, pro for me, con for you. <laughs> <laughs> it is true, though. Sometimes <laughs> conflict is a little mm-hmm. different and we have to work with that because it is easy to just say, forget you, dude, and like hang up and you don't talk for a long time, yeah. which is not necessarily the healthiest yeah, thing. <laughs> so then for you guys, what does it look like? in, you know, the day-to-day life to try and maintain, like you mentioned before, it's like, it doesn't have to be sexual. So what does it look like if it's sort of like non-sexual intimacy, like that emotional intimacy, even when you aren't together, like what does that look like for you guys? Right. Yeah. We call it even our Mm -hmm. connections is, and, and this is an important part of anyone in distance, but to be quite honestly, you know, it's really important for every couple, whether you're in distance or not. And a day-to-day would probably look like we do, we always do our morning text and talk and greeting. And throughout the day, we're doing a lot of texts or we try to get creative and send like gifts or funny little videos or anytime I see something in my day that I'm like, oh, I know Abe would be laughing at this. I take a picture and send it to him so that it's like we're still connected in one another's day. What, I mean, what do you think? Yeah, I like that too. And, and there's other things that we do. And, and again, we don't aren't are always consistent with it. But when we do it, it's very much appreciated. And we're like, man, we should do more of this. But sometimes uh, Elaine will send me like a song mm-hmm. that uh, made her think about me mm-hmm. or I'll do the same for her. And then, or a silly video on Duo, we'll send back and forth to each other and just, you know, try to connect and, and make uh, your part of your day 
part of theirs and include them on what's going on with what you're doing. Yeah. And, and that's then, always a big part. And then we have a lot of intentional time. Like at night, we always have our nighttime phone call. Um, and, and sometimes we read a book together. Sometimes we watch a show. Sometimes we do a quiet time or a devotion or pray mm-hmm. together. I mean, it's, you know, we use a, we have our kind of tried and true things that we do all the time. But then on the weekend, we always have planned like fun online dates. Like we have a lot of, and this is something that in the long distance community and commuter marriage community, we all share ideas and we have several episodes on like online dates because you have to make them just as fun. So and intentional, because I think when we were first doing this, it was like, I would miss Mm -hmm. him so much on the weekends. That was a hard time. And so we come up with a lot of like really fun dates online so that we get excited about those as well. Mm -hmm. Can you tease us with a few examples of a good online date? Yeah. Yeah. What are your favorites? Well, I mean, and and we haven't done this for quite a while, but it's time that we do it again. But the, uh, uh, she calls it who played it best. And so we will find a recipe that we want to, cook. And so we send it to each other. We'll go out that day, buy all the ingredients and everything. And then we'll be on the phone together, making the same recipe. And then it's a matter of us as we played it, you know, whose looks more enticing. And so we send pictures and then we even throw it up on our social media and our friends and family vote, like who played it at best. That's so cool. Yeah. We only get comments on the drinks basically. So (laughs) nobody cares about the food. Uh, Abe's having an IPA. I'll have, I I, I vote for him. But then there's some other, we've learned, like, there's a lot of, actually, since COVID, there's all these mm. fun things you can do online. Like, we go to, um, there's a a, um, a website called, oh, gosh, uh, travel.us. Oh, gosh, I'm forgetting what it is. But you can do online tours of, like, France and Rome. And then some of them are even, like, live cams. So you can actually mm-hmm. see what's happening right then and there. So we'll do a lot of, like, but like, let's go to Italy tonight or, you know, and let's go take a tour of something. And sometimes we listen to concerts online. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's fun. We, we, it's, I mean, obviously it would be way more fun right. to be together. Um, but this is what you do when you're in distance is you've got to have creativity and intentionality, right? To be mm-hmm. intentional. That's mm-hmm. awesome. Have you guys ever used Jackbox? Oh, yeah. Yes. Yes. We tend to use that more with all the kids. So we have four kids between us. So we we do a family game night. Sometimes my parents jump on, but um, we'll do a Jackbox game with like all four kids and us. And so we do family time on it, too. That's awesome. If if people haven't heard of Jackbox, give them the quick Coles notes of what it is. Yeah. So jackbox.tv, everybody jumps on a Zoom and then they use their phones and then there's different games and people submit their answers on their phone and then it will pop up on the screen so people see the answers. And so there's like drawing ones and there's, there's trivia, like trivia uh, ones. Yeah. And there's all kinds of... We just scratched the surface basically with some of the games that yeah, we like. But yeah. yeah our kid, our kids are... All of our kids are way more like savvy on this. <laughs> right. We're usually trying to just... We're trying to catch up. Usually, we're trying to get it to work. <laughs> <laughs> They're like mom, dad, the kids are playing yeah. tech support. <laughs> yeah, right, exactly. Totally. No, it's yeah. super fun. We do it with our community group through church, and it's like such a good time every time. Yeah, that's awesome. It is fun. So, 
a lot of our followers, the big thing that they want to know is how do you maintain the sexual intimacy while you're distanced? This is probably the number one thing that we get with people who have distance between them. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, I think, you know, at the end of the day, Abe and I really like to try to think of sex as all day long. Like it's not just, you know, it's, it's not, sex doesn't just include the final act, right? It's about flirting and it's about um, sharing with each other, like um, how you feel about each other, how you miss each other. So it's, it's funny because you guys, like I'd never had phone sex or anything like that before being in a commuter marriage. Um, You know, not, I didn't in my past Mm -hmm. marriage. And so it was very weird for me, but when you are married and you're apart, you do have to find ways to be sexually connected. And so it really was, is more, I think of an evolution, you know, it's like you might be apart from one another and maybe by phone or maybe you're on FaceTime, you might start just saying like, I miss you. I want to be holding you. And then the next thing you know, it's developing into like other things, which can be really fun and beautiful, but it definitely is something that, you know, we've learned needs to be done on a safe mm-hmm. platform so that you're careful and things like that. Make sure little ears aren't listening Make and sure. <laughs> have some fun and creativity with that, too. I, I don't know. What else would you say on that? Well, I mean, there's, there's some of the technology stuff we talked about, too, with games. Sometimes we'll do Words with Friends, but the sex edition. Oh, nice. oh no. He's... And then, <laughs> but yeah, there's only four, only so many four little words there are, so it's a real short game. He's, no, the, but he's the, joking. But there are some things you can do together where we just had an episode on Love is in the Air about some things you could do. One of them I thought was fun, like a strip poker. Yeah, I and mean, so, you could, and it doesn't have to be like pornographic or anything. No, like that. but I it's mean, just a you, fun way to kind of connect and, yeah. and and bring some of that kind of spiciness into it. But I think, yeah, what Elaine's talking about in terms of kind of the build up throughout the day, talking about what you want to do with one another, and sending you know sexy gifts. There's or, a lot of like sexy ways you can flirt. There's a lot of ways you can send like a sexy gift, you know, or um, definitely. You know, again, it doesn't have to be something out of your comfort level. You can just be fun and flirtatious with it. So sometimes it's through letters um, or sometimes it's through like sending a beautiful, sexy letter um, or sometimes we've even written each other letters and then read them to each other. Or it can be through text. I mean, a lot of times, you know, you can have a selfie that's a little more sexy. Yeah. Um, but again, you would want to, we always tell our listeners, make sure that it's anytime that you're connecting sexually online or apart from one another, you do. You want to be intentional and creative, but you also want to make sure each of you feels comfortable yeah. with it. Mm-hmm. Um, you wouldn't want to, because we know pressure is one of the biggest sex killers, right? And right. so you don't want to ever pressure someone to do something they're not comfortable with. But there are some neat platforms out there that are end-to-end encrypted. Like you wouldn't want to use Skype. You wouldn't want to use Zoom because those things are not end-to-end encrypted. But like FaceTime, Google Duo, we use um, a couple apps that like we find are fun and playful that are passcode protected where you can send some sexy conversations or maybe a picture that's a little bit more risque. Mm Um, but again, yeah, that's some of the ways that we, you said um, FaceTime was too, right? FaceTime is in, in encrypted too. Yeah. So th- that's an option nice. as well. 
So if a couple is in this situation and this is something they're starting to explore, what should some of the conversations look like that they should be having before exploring this together? Um, again, kind of like what you're comfortable with, you know what I mean? I think like some people might be really comfortable with like a sexy text conversation, but maybe they're not going to be okay with like video stuff. You know what I mean? And I think, or if it's video stuff, it's like, maybe it's just, you know, let's talk sexy to one another and it's nice to see each other's face or something, but we don't want to like actually be nude online. I feel uncomfortable or something like right. that. But the so, video stuff too, it can be expensive because there's a director, there's a hair people, <laughs> makeup people. You got to get three cameras set up. You know what I mean? It can be pricey. <laughs> that is a big problem. Yeah. That's something to consider. <laughs> Well, there's actually some truth to that. There's times <laughs> where I don't want to be seen like that on a video, right? <laughs> Let's be honest. You need like the perfect lighting. I wouldn't mind having, I wouldn't mind having some hair and makeup and a few filters, you know, if I'm going to have some phone sex. <laughs> I mean, some video no sex, kidding. right? No. Yeah. I mean, I think it would just be having that conversation. And again, some of it might just evolve. You know, you might be having a convert. There's many a time where Abe and I are kind of having like some, you know, sexy, like text back and forth. And then maybe we're kind of saying how we miss each other and we wish we could be together. And then he's like, Hey, are you like, where are the kids? Like, are you alone? Like, do you want to, <laughs> do you want to have a private conversation? Yeah. You know what I mean? And so sometimes, sometimes it's even in the moment, like, mm-hmm. is this a safe time for us to connect mm-hmm. that way? Would it be like weird if you're like having these like really intimate texts and all of a sudden like someone's at your door and so you just kind of like leave your phone down and you're supposed to be like, hey, like where'd you go? Like, <laughs> do you ever have those? Where, like, <laughs> yeah, that would be where weird you're like too. you're interrupted <laughs> mid like spicy texts, but you have to like go do something. <laughs> yeah, you're like doing spicy texts as you're like folding yeah. the laundry or something, right? <laughs> like the yeah. least sexy thing. <laughs> yeah, you might. Yeah, I could definitely see that being a conversation. I don't think we've ever done that. I don't think we've been interrupted by something like that. I'm just waiting for him to say something inappropriate <laughs> right now. But <laughs> but but definitely, I, I I think you would probably, that's the intentional mm-hmm. side of it. You'd probably want to kind of yeah. reserve that for, for not, you know, cooking dinner at the yeah. same time. Game night with your friends. Oh, one second. I just have to text somebody. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're out to dinner with your girlfriends yeah. and you're yeah. like doing these. Hey, guys, oh, what's something sex I can say to my wife? I, <laughs> yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm drawing a blank. <laughs> well, that could be, that could be sexy. You could, <laughs> you could be out with friends and then like on the side having a little sexy mm-hmm. chat. I don't know. Yeah. yeah I wouldn't I mind that. that. Yeah. I can see that. As long as you're both comfortable yeah, yeah, with it. Sure. Yeah. You guys talked a little bit about some of the apps you guys use. Do you have any that you really like or that you would recommend to other people? Yeah, the one that we kind of stumbled onto and then we've kind of become, you know, gotten to know them a little bit is the Ultimate Intimacy Mm -hmm. app um, with Nick and Amy. And they've done a really good job with it. And then also I think it's Nick Purcell with... Oh, Dan Purcell. uh, Dan. Dan Purcell. Dan Purcell with Get Your Marriage On. He he has a few apps too. We've um, and we had a couple conversations with him as well. But those are great apps because they again they're passcode protected, they're end to end encrypted, and they have a lot of good options. Like the Ultimate Intimacy app has like you know an intimate chat where we can um, you can't send videos on that, but you can send pictures. 
and you can also have kind of a sexy chat, but your kids aren't going to just like pick it right. up and see it. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but, the, and then they also have like, they have some sex positions on it that mm-hmm. sometimes when we're apart, we'll go through them and be like, Hey, next time mm-hmm. we're together, like maybe we could try a few of these, right? Yeah, yeah. Like you can like them too oh, nice. and stuff like that. So that's kind of a fun it actually makes for a fun date. Although we're in our fifties, so we're like yeah. There's some you want to get that, that we that's impossible. We're not doing that. We're not doing that. We're like maybe when we were in our twenties. Yeah. yeah right. But this one looks a little advanced for us. <laughs> um, and and some of those some of those and I don't know exactly about um about Dan's apps. He he has which is the one that he has like just between yeah. us and yeah. So he has yeah. It, go ahead. I don't. I no, was just you go ahead. Say, so he has Intimately Us app, and this is usually the one that we recommend most to mm-hmm. our followers. We also have done the Ultimate Intimacy mm-hmm. one. We were actually just on their podcast, and that was super fun. Mm-hmm. They're great. Mm-hmm. Oh, cool. um, but yeah. if you are in the Ultimate Intimately, Ultimate, int, wow. If you're in your Intimately <laughs> Us app, and you go to the bottom right and you click on chat, it'll prompt you to download this secondary app called Just Between Us. And it is exactly oh, what nice. we're talking about. So you can do messages, you can do pictures, you can do videos, and it's triple encrypted. So it's encrypted from the sender, it's encrypted on the receiving end, and then it's encrypted on the developer end as well. So the developers can't even see what you're doing. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. Yeah, and again, and for some people, it might not be even be nudity. It might just be like, hey, a sexy selfie with like my like a lacy bra strap right. or something like that that maybe is just a little bit enticing and fun. Um, I always do as a licensed marriage and family therapist, I always have to give my warning though. Like if you are under 18 in America, in the U S you can't do this at all, even if it's end to end encrypted, because it is, that's a reportable, um, you can't receive or send pictures, um, of anyone who's under 18. So I always just give that yeah, little disclaimer, that. you know, in yeah, case there yeah, are that's listeners. Good. That's good. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. But even in that, in the Ultimate Intimacy app, I mean, there's some cool things like they have like a sex bucket list, which is kind of fun. Mm-hmm. They have like, um, they do have some sites where you can go and look at some pretty lingerie. And so, so Abe and I have a ton of fun just, you know, and they have some games and stuff like that. We have a mm-hmm. ton of fun just both opening our app and like going through those different things and talking. And usually by the time you're like talking about those things, your next thing, you know, it's leading into like more fun talk mm-hmm. between us. So. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Do you guys think like couples who aren't in a commuter relationship, do you think it's healthy to incorporate some time apart from one another? Is it something you guys would encourage couples to try and do? I mean, what do you, I mean, what do you think? Well, I mean, anytime you can get away from the wife for any amount of time is good. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, no, I think what's that saying? Absence makes the heart grow fonder. I, yeah. I think there's yeah. some truth to that. And I think that, you know, if, especially if you, you can tie it into the time you're going to be together. So if you're going out to play golf with your friends all day and, you know, you say, by the way, get ready for tonight after I get back from the golf and, yeah. and like, what do you mean? Just be ready. And so now you set the tone for yeah. her, her mind's not running wild. Like what's going to happen? You know what yeah. I mean? Right. So that, that time apart can be used to heighten the it anticipation. Builds the anticipation. Yeah. And, and, you know, we even know with research that women a lot of times do need to mm-hmm. simmer, you know, they need to kind of simmer throughout the day. 
and start to think about, you know, like maybe I'll be connect with my husband tonight and, and not just women. I mean, men too probably really enjoy yeah. that as well. But, mm-hmm. um, I know a lot of my female clients will say that helps them that mm-hmm. allows them to kind of think about being in the mood all day instead of like taking care of the kids and cleaning mm-hmm. the house and making dinner. And then husband says, Hey, you want to have sex? And you're like, Oh my yeah. gosh, I'm so tired. But like, right. if you've simmered all day and you're mm-hmm. like, Ooh, that'll mm-hmm. be fun tonight. Yeah. You want to be careful how you say that too. I say you better get ready for tonight or, or and, and not because <laughs> <laughs> then, then she'll be packed yeah. up and gone and yeah, live at a hotel say, down the street. You know yeah. I mean? That would be called, <laughs> That's what we call pressure. Yeah, that's that's not it's all in the tone. Yeah, you're going to murder me. It's all in the tone. Yeah. <laughs> that could be text too, like in all caps. Right. <laughs> oh, she left me. I have no idea. I was taking her on a sexy day. Yes. Next thing you know, she's backed up and gone. Yes, we're talking about simmering, not pressure. Right. Yes. <laughs> no, that's awesome. Uh. Sorry, as you guys can see, no, we like to have awesome. a time. <laughs> Don't be sorry about that. <laughs> um, any final thoughts for our listeners who may be in this situation or any final thoughts at all? Well, I mean, to me, it's like whether you're in distance or not, you know, I think it's just so important to not only be intentional in connecting sexually, and, and and don't think of it as just the final mm-hmm. act. Like it should be an all day thing. Like, you know, it's really important to now and then send that sexy text or to flirt with your spouse. Like, you know, we, we get into that place where we feel like, well, they know I'm attracted to them or I desire them, but we're really hardwired by human beings to need to feel desired and pursued. And so this really should be kind of an ongoing thing throughout marriage and yeah and it doesn't always have to be about the final act it can just be about being sensuous Mm -hmm. with one another you know yeah and i think that's the one thing at least for me and i I would say most men kind of feel this way too it's that you know one of the things that if not the main drivers that you want to feel wanted yeah you want to feel desired you want to feel pursued and and sometimes men and, and and women don't always kind of get that feeling but yeah Mm -hmm. if you're if you're doing a lot of flirting a lot of you know, building up that anticipation, you know, it, it is exciting to yeah. feel like I, this person, my spouse really yeah. desires me. Well, I really want you, Abe. In you fact, do? In fact, I think we need <laughs> to get off this podcast right now. See ya. These two are right, our right, Sorry right, we're exactly. interrupting, guys. <laughs> I one final thought um, that I wanted to quickly touch on, because you kind of mentioned it earlier about, you know, like having your own kind of devotional time while you're on the phone and that kind of thing. So what does, is there something specific that you guys do as a devotional time that is together or do you kind of do things separately, but just like talk on the phone while you're doing your own things? Are there any like conjoined things you guys do while you're apart? No, we tend to, well, we, um, okay. So the first thing is on Sundays when we're not together, we do watch church online or the church that we attend is in Temecula. And, um, we just love our church. And so we, when we're not together, we have our Sundays and we watch church together and talk about Mm -hmm. it and things like that. And it's kind of nice to hear jammies. Um, and then sometimes I go on my own, but we tend to like to do it. COVID has really helped for that. And then 
um, devotional wise, you know, I think we tend to like having those little books that have like a little devotion that we read right. together. We, mm-hmm. we read a lot together actually on the phone, whether it's actually like a mystery book oh, fun. or we will read a short devotional and just talk about it. So yeah, we don't tend to like, I'm doing a devotion. He's doing a devotion and separate. It's more, we're doing, we talk nice. about it together. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel like that'd be really helpful yeah. for even just, um, knowing where each other's at in your spiritual growth and cultivating that as a, as a couple, mm-hmm. I think is beautiful. And I think probably is something that um, people who aren't in commuter marriages could learn from. It's like, okay, <laughs> you know, yeah. how can we be cultivating yeah, sure. this more in our marriage and what could that look like trying to, you know, do things at the same time. So do you read to each other or do you both read the same thing? No, we oh, read to that. each other. So <laughs> So sometimes if we're on like a Kindle, we can take turns. But then like right now we're reading this book that has been here at Texas. So mm-hmm. Abe's been reading it oh. to me. Mm-hmm. But I I, I I like it better when we switch off personally. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, it's fun. fun. Yeah. You guys have given so many <laughs> yeah. great, great thoughts. I love it. I love yeah, it. The- well, it's funny because even though being in a, a marriage with distance is hard and challenging, I don't know. I feel like because we started out our marriage this way, mm-hmm. it's going to lend so much to when we yeah. close the distance because we have ha- we've been forced to be so much more creative, and sometimes it gets super horny and dumb. Mm-hmm. Um, like some, uh-huh. of, <laughs> some of the online dates are bad, right? Mm-hmm. But like you do, you have to, you kind of have to do that, and I think it's going to lend to us being more creative. Like I feel like you know, in marriage ruts will happen. And I think we'll be the type to be like, okay, we know what to do. We need to bring some. I need to move out of state. (laughs) (laughs) No, I meant get get creative. He's like, I'm going to go to a hotel (laughs) for a month. That's so good. Maybe we will do that. You watch yourself. Okay. Uh, Awesome guys. Well, we will let you go do more fun things than this. But uh, before we do, tell people where they can find you if they want to listen to your podcast or connect with you online. Yeah. So if you're in distance, um, our our um, podcast for commuter marriages and long distance relationship is called Love Is in the Air, and we're on Instagram at Commuter Marriage Support. So that's where you can find us. And then we just started a second podcast. We had a lot of people say, hey, we want to listen to you too, but we're not in distance. So that podcast is brand new. It's called Marriage is a Joke, uh, the fun marriage podcast. So we really are going to be intentional bringing a lot of um, very serious conversations about marriage, but then joking about it too. Um, You can find us on Instagram at marriage.isajoke. Um, and from there, both of those Instagrams will link you to, you know, we're on Apple, Spotify, yeah. like all those main awesome. podcasts. Awesome. awesome. Yeah. So that was kind of a long explanation. Yeah, Sorry. That's perfect. Thank you guys so much for doing this. Yeah. We really appreciate your time. Yes, thank you for having us. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you for having us. <laughs> it's all in the it's tone. It's all in the tone, right? <laughs> Hey friends, thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If you like our content, please like, review, and subscribe wherever you listen to your podcasts. And tell your friends too. 
Thanks so much for journeying with us today as we tackled the hard questions and dive deep into godly intimacy. Make sure you follow us on Instagram to see more of our content and check the show notes for any links we might have mentioned in today's episode. We're so grateful to be on this journey with you and we can't wait to see you in the next episode.